Blog Talk Radio. Snake Oil Radio. Hope everyone is doing well today. This is your host, Jim Ventura. Thank you for joining me here on Blog Talk Radio, and it's good to have you here for the show. Uh, my name is Jim Ventura. If it's your first time tuning into Snake Oil Radio, this is my uh, weekly show on Thursdays at 3.30 Phoenix time, which is Mountain Standard Time for the most part, because um, we have a 45-minute show. And uh, today's show is my live column read. Uh, I do write a monthly column called Snake Oil. Uh, some of you are already getting that. If you're not, you can email me at VenturaSag, V-E-N-T-U-R-A-S-A-G, at yahoo.com to get added to the monthly newsletter mailing list so you can read the columns um, when they come out each month. Uh, it's just a monthly column, by the way. Uh, anyway, um, so this is our live read show. We do some different formats and some different themes uh, for each show. Uh, this is one of my favorites. I enjoy uh, reading the column and talking a bit about the subject and going about it in, about it in a little bit more depth to give people a little bit more insight. Uh, I probably will not be able to take live calls today. I want to kind of stay on task or you know stay on this subject to most of the show um, unless we have some extra time at the end. I might, but uh, not looking um, like that's going to be a plan at this point. Um, I'll be back in two weeks for my uh, astrology update show, and that's a good show to call in on when you want the free mini readings that I do uh, on some of the shows. Uh, also, uh, just to mention to everybody, it is a new moon today, so this is significant. The new moon is in uh, Virgo, I believe. So new moon is a good time to kind of plant new thoughts, new ideas, um, good idea to focus on the positive, what you want to manifest in the next few weeks. So this show, of course, is going to line up very, very nicely with that concept, I think, from many people. I think you guys will get a lot out of it uh, as we talk about this, as I have. Um, okay, so enough about me. If you want some information about you know, the, the personal sessions anyway, go to my website, uh, jimventura.com, and you can get some more info on any of my books, uh, CDs, uh, personal sessions that can be done in my home office or by phone. And uh, check that out at JimVentura.com if you want more info on any of that. Otherwise, I'm going to dive right in and start my column read, and then we'll uh, talk a bit about it. So this month's snake oil is called Along Came a Spider. I woke up one morning a few months ago to two rather large and elaborate spider webs that covered the fireplace area in my condominium home. I was amazed at how much work these two spiders were able to accomplish in one night. While I appreciated their creations and their obvious interest in helping to catch some of the annoying flies that get in my house more often than usual in the spring, I already have a talented fly catcher, my cat. 
When flies or other flying insects get into my home, she usually spots them within an hour or so and catches and happily eats them. I solve the issue in a gentle, old-soul way by catching each spider in a jar, thank them for their efforts, put them outside to find a new place to set up shop. While I cleaned up the webs around the fireplace, I could feel my intuitive self screaming in tandem with my intellect that there was a definite message in all of this. Around eight years ago, I decided to switch to Eastern Feng Shui as opposed to following the Western methods that had actually worked very well for me in the past. This change in placement put my fireplace area in the helpful people travel area of my home's Bagua map. Over the last few months, I had been contemplating making some changes in these areas in my life, yet I knew there was definitely something deeper connected with the area that I wasn't seeing. I knew from Lakota teachings that spider represented being trapped in a web of fear. From an astrological perspective, spiders relate to the negative side of the Saturnian influence. It signifies areas where we're cautious, inhibited, blocked, and have uncomfortable lessons to learn. I decided to meditate and to be open to insight from spirit for a few days on the spider's message to see what I could pick up. Two days later, a client who came in for a session offered me some helpful information. She was happy with the insight she received in our reading. But when she was getting ready to leave, she said, I want to share something with you if it's okay. She had done some feng shui work years ago and couldn't help noticing that my fireplace area was in the wealth, prosperity, financial area of my Bagua map. She followed the maps and placements of Western Feng Shui. She shared her insight and said that she guessed I had been having some financial struggles for a while. Quote, it's likely that you have been feeling like that when you get money, it burns up rapidly or slips away too quickly. She shared a bit of wis- more wisdom with me and suggested some cures to solve the problems. I was happy she was willing to share her insight, and she was absolutely right. My business and finances were not terrible by any means, but they were not where I wanted them to be. The extreme financial struggles I had purged through during the peak of the recession a few years back were, thankfully, over. Yet it was still far tighter than I wanted it to ideally be, and money did seem to burn up too rapidly. I decided to take action and use some of her cures and suggestions while researching a bit more on my own. I cleaned out my fireplace that had been filled with soot and ashes for months. Probably even more important than the fireplace itself was what was behind it. There was an outside storage closet filled with mostly useless crap, boxes and things that were covered in dust. It also had a 12-year-old bicycle that I never used or really even liked that had two flat tires. There were quite a few things I had stored in that closet that were negative, and the door to the closet itself was often hard to open. There were so many things that were blocking, broken, and useless there. No wonder my finances had been blocked in some respects for the last few years. As I cleaned up the area over a span of three or four days, picked up some cool knickknacks to make the area look and feel better, I could feel things shifting around in my psyche, old limiting beliefs, anger, and fear from my past moved uncomfortably into my conscious mind. As I became more aware of the limitations, I found it easier to release them. New ideas and memories of the many times when things were good in my past surfaced as well. 
I was releasing the negative parts of the past and reconnecting to the good experiences and times of past prosperity. While I was doing squats at my gym during this transition, I kept noticing a sign on the wall in front of me that listed some of the rules of the gym. The line that my eyes kept focusing on each time I came up from a squat said, Allow access. It began to dawn on me that in some ways I was still hiding and not as aggressive as I could be about reaching new clients. I was very much out there with social media, my column, books, and radio shows, but I was resistant to any other form of advertising because I feared I might get too busy. I also had some problems in the past when I used advertising. I did bring in some new clients from, the ma- from magazines and newspaper ads years ago, yet I also got my share of oddballs. From crazy people who believed they were being molested by ghosts every night, to delusional, oversexed gay men who contacted me because somehow they saw my picture in the ad and decided I was a sensual massage therapist who might help them in a way that I was definitely never going to do. I even had more no-show appointments, people canceling at the last minute, and other assorted irritations that were part of non-referral client connections. Past advertising experience had left me a bit phobic, to say the least. After I did my cleaning and fixed up the area around my fireplace, I became mildly obsessed with studying ways to advertise inexpensively and often for free online. For two weeks, I researched and discovered many different opportunities for reaching a larger audience. My commitment to go back to school kept me up some nights until 3 o'clock in the morning. I realized that I was resistant to advertising again because of waiting for someone to come along who would do my marketing for me. I've never been a big fan of self-promotion. It became clear that I needed to take this job, so I plunged right in. I allowed more people access to me with ads, videos, and great first-time promotions. My business increased by about 30% in the first few weeks after doing this. A few weeks later, while cooking breakfast one morning, I realized I really liked the look of the fireplace now. I was never really happy with it before. Western feng shui was a better fit for me, and I would go back to using it in other areas as well. The whole area of my house had really improved, and I was feeling good about the progress. While cooking and thinking about all the changes that were happening, I saw a hummingbird buzzing around my patio. The next day, I saw another one that came right up to the glass door. My cat saw it also. I thought she would explode with excitement from her desire to catch it. Fortunately, she was not able to do so. I decided to look up the totem of hummingbird. It symbolized joy and playfulness as well as adaptability. It was about lifting up negativity, being more present, and developing the ability to respond quickly to anything. Hummingbirds can change direction quickly and smoothly, gliding easily from one place to another. Hummingbird was an invitation to shift your path and to be willing to bend forward and backward. The wisdom carried in the spirit totem is all about flexibility and a lighter approach. From spiders to hummingbirds, fear and restriction to lightness and adaptability. What if I had to deal with a few more crazies and the occasional got a little overwhelmed from being too busy? I also got some great new clients from advertising, and I could adapt to the increased business and the increased prosperity was awesome. The universe was prompting me, guiding me, and helping me. All it took was a willingness to ask for help and an openness to pay attention and to act on the answers that came my way. Okay, so that 
was my uh, September snake oil column. So again, if you're not already getting the column, email me so you get to read the columns when they first come out. Um, you know, it's funny because I've been doing the columns since, I've actually started doing the, the snake oil column back in 2003. So we're looking at going on 10 years now, a decade of doing columns. Which, by the way, my first book, um, Snake Oil Volume 1, is available if you want to read the early uh, first four years of columns that I did. And, uh, you know, I always, I, you know, I, it's funny the reactions I get from different columns because some of the ones that I do that I think are really most profound that people really need to hear are the ones that no one seems to pay attention to or don't read, which tells me a lot about human nature. And this is a great example of this subject because I did this column and no other columns got a lot more response. I think this is really, I think this was a great column. I was very happy to write it. Um, it took a while to, for it to build for me to write it. And I got to tell you, um, I have gotten, uh, I'd say my actual increase in business in 2013 since I've done all these things has been probably closer to about 40% of an increase in business now. Um, that's, that's, a, that's a lot of extra income coming in. Um, one area where I, I did a lot of promotion, that you know, if anyone has their own business and is interested in, in, in promoting themselves, great place is something like Yelp and other websites where you can list your business and then uh, if people can um, do a review uh, of your business for you on those sites, that will actually drive more traffic to your business. A uh, couple of practical tips here, guys. Uh, if you have your own business, some of you don't, that's not interesting to you. We're going to talk about prosperity tips um, at another angle that have nothing to do with whether you have your own business or not. Even if you just have you know, a regular job or something like that, the change in the feng shui map can be a big help, and I'm going to talk about that in a few minutes. But if anyone does have their own business, um, and I am actually putting a business, a book together to do some teaching for people about how to do this. Things like Yelp, Yahoo Classifieds, things like that. Great spots to go to for free advertising and um, really definitely big boosts for business. Social media, huge. Facebook, Twitter, things like that. Great spot to work with guys. And all of this for the most part is free. So um, you got to kind of be willing to kind of put yourself out there and it does take work. But absolutely, if you have your own business, there are a lot of ways to increase it. And again, a lot of it really is just simple visibility. Um, so that's what I did. Uh, you know, some of you might have seen this. Uh, if you go to YouTube and go to my YouTube channel, um, I've had actually YouTube videos up as well, too. They are probably more on the humorous side, but they are informative as well. And that was another really good thing that I did that promoted business because people see in the video and they feel a lot more excited about meeting you in person. And since I have a home office, a lot of a good, you know, half of my clientele come to the office. Some we do by phone. Many people feel a lot more comfortable with me coming to my office. They already saw me on the video. So a lot of good ideas. You know, I guess I'm kind of lucky in some ways. I, I won't say lucky. Um, I, I went to when I was in college. I was an advertising art major. So I have a little bit of a natural disposition toward this from college. Even though that was a thousand years ago that I went to college. Um, the natural disposition toward this, but I needed that spark and I needed that that ignite to kind of get things going again, and it absolutely worked. So I want to talk a little bit more about the process because, again, you may not have your own business and then be struggling financially and and really, you know, just barely making it, um, you know, and uh, 
listen, I, you know, I do sessions with people on helping them move through their financial issues and their prosperity issues. I've done them for years. They work. They can be extremely beneficial. Um, I don't get a lot of call for it. I think a lot of times people will stay stuck and blocked uh, because they're afraid of making the changes that they need to or they don't want to put the expenditure in to do so. Uh, that's okay, but I'm actually not that expensive uh, to to work with. Uh, I'm actually reasonably inexpensive, and plus I have a new client promotion that I'm doing from now until the end of November. For new clients, $20 off their first session, so it work that way. But on the other level, not to make this a sales thing, doesn't have to be. You know, this is also something you can do on your own. And feng shui is, you know, it's ideally if you can hire a feng shui professional, that's definitely going to be very much in your best interest. Um, again, I had one that kind of volunteered the information. I know a bit about feng shui myself. And like I had written about in the piece, uh, absolutely, I had always used Western feng shui. And, uh, and it really worked. I mean, I remember years ago kind of really putting some energy into my relationship area of the Bagua map and meeting someone and being in a three-year long-term relationship, at least two of the years were awesome. <laughs> the third year I could have skipped. But uh, the first two years were really awesome. You know, and that, I just cha- made changes to the feng shui area of that bagua. And that's what a bagua is, guys. It's a map of these, you know, energy centers that are laid out within the home. Um, you can go online and look up bagua. It's spelled B-A-G-U-A, B-A-G-U-A. And uh, look up Bagua. Um, again, I had used Western for years, and then I kind of switched over to Eastern because a friend of mine had suggested it. That changed the location. So I was thinking my fireplace was my helpful people travel area. And I thought anytime I had something negative or bad that I needed to keep, I put it in that area. Because I figured it was, a, you know, I didn't want to put it in my relationship corner or my financial corner. So lo and behold, I kept putting some of the more negative things in the financial corner, not really thinking about the fact that Western feng shui really does kind of make more sense. Again, I had just switched gears because I had a professional that switched and thought it was more effective. My research now, I think Western feng shui is better. I don't want to get into a feng shui argument with anybody. It's going to be easier to find information about Western feng shui. Anyway, since we are in the West, even though, of course, it's a uh, it's an Eastern uh, process, Eastern philosophy process, but uh, certainly Western Feng Shui does work. So, yeah, you can get books on this. You can look this information up online. And then basically what you're doing is you're looking at the area of your home and you're looking to see what kind of vibration is there. Um, you know, in the most simplest level, whether you believe in Feng Shui or not, it's a very smart tool to use because i got to tell you guys, it does work. And I'm always looking for the path of least resistance. So, you know, you can, you know this, some, some basics of feng shui. You can walk into someone's home or an office or a building and feel uncomfortable. Um, sometimes just the flow of the energy is wrong, the placement of the furniture is wrong. You know, a lot of really good um, interior designers are, know about feng shui, whether they realize they know it or not. But, again, you don't have to be an expert necessarily to benefit by looking into this process and, and making it benefit for you. So I'm going to give you a couple of suggestions, a couple of tricks, a couple of keys that you could use. And again, right now we're talking about the financial area. Um, that is the wealth prosperity area of the home. Again, for me, like I had said, it was my fireplace area. 
And it's funny, I had, it was full of dirt and soot and ash from the winter, but I, I think it wasn't even from this winter. I think it was from last winter. I don't think I even lit a fireplace, a, a lit a fire, lit a fireplace. I didn't think I even lit a fire this winter, and it was still dirty. So, uh, lo and behold, you know, 2011 was an extremely difficult year for me financially. Uh, 2012 wasn't great, but it was better. And 2013 has now actually been really quite good, and things are very much in a different place. So I think that energy was stuck for quite some time. And uh, it was nice to be able to move it through. So it was very simple things that I did. I moved the storage closet behind it. I found all that garbage. I gave it away. I cleaned it. I dressed up my back patio, which technically is in that area. I made the fireplace really look cool. I got some cool knickknacks. Um, I, I wrote a check for myself for $56,000 that I put on the fireplace that is still there, uh, just a random number that came to me. And, uh, and uh, I did a couple of different things. And it's funny, like I had said in the piece, I was looking at it as I'm cooking breakfast, and I was thinking, God, my fireplace area looks really cool. Like, I like the energy of it. I like the vibration of it now. I didn't like it before. So... I've got some, you know, lights there and some various other things, too. So you really can, can dress these things up. But what will happen when you do it, and I, I don't suggest that when you make the changes, you make them too rapidly. Now, just take your time with it over a week or a couple of weeks making the changes. Um, a real radical change in the feng shui can sometimes throw you off because it can be overwhelming. Um, but what's going to happen? So slow and steady wins the race, guys. You know, if you've been struggling and you want out, I get it. But bit by bit, make the changes, and you'll often see a better flow to the shift. So what will happen is you'll begin to see where you have been limited in your beliefs and your perceptions of things. Uh, and that's what began to happen with me. I began to realize a lot of different things that have been going on financially, um, absolutely, I was getting prompts to advertise and do more marketing, but I just had a lot of bad experiences in the past with it, and I was really resistant to uh, I was really really resistant to doing that, um, you know, just from from bad experience, like I had said in the piece. Um, so I was like, you need to do this again. I know you had bad experiences. I really I wanted someone to do my marketing for me. I wanted. Um, uh, I like referrals from people, so people that are random that I find find me on the Internet and through these things. I didn't like that that much, but I need to get over it. I need to reach new people. I needed to stop being so pig-headed about how it was going to come to me in that sense. And i got to tell you, I've gotten a ton of new clients through Yelp and other areas, and uh, you know, these people are really amazing. Some really good clients have come out of this, uh, and uh, they, they keep continuing to come. So it's, it's really quite awesome that I was able to make that shift. So what's going to happen is, you know, these, these beliefs will come up in your psyche. Remember, guys, your beliefs form your reality. So, you know, for instance, let me give you an example. Like you might start to think that, you know, you know might, might start realizing that you have a mantra that you say on a daily basis that I never have enough money, I can't afford so many other things, I would be in so much of a better spot if I had kept that other job, my husband screwed me over, it's impossible for a single woman to make any real money in this world. Um, there are, uh, you know, if you're a minority, it's hard uh, to get treated well. You know, listen, the beliefs that we have, you're not imagining them. They're real. 
you may very well see those things reflected to you in your experience. Um, you know, you're not making it up. There may very well be some truth to those things. Uh, but here's the key. There are always going to be exceptions. There will be people, there's plenty of women, as an example, say that's the belief, that if a woman doesn't make as much as a man and is mistreated or blah, 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 blah. Um, listen, there's women out there that make a ton of money and do very well and are successful. So you're going to align yourself with that group of people that struggles, or you're going to align yourself with the ones that don't. So that's the choice. So the, when we change the belief that we have, you know, at first we change a belief, a part of us is thinking we're full of crap. Obviously we keep saying I'm wealthy, I'm prosperous, I'm doing very, very well. This part of us isn't going to believe that. But over time, you know, the new belief will take. And a lot of times it's really being able to look at it and, and realize that it is a limited perception of things. Um, I had a lot of blocked energy myself. I had gone through some really tough times during the recession, and and my, a lot of my family members are at least reasonably comfortable, and some of them were doing very well, and no one reached out to help me. And I had a lot of blocked anger about that. I felt very betrayed that I know me. If I'm doing well, I'm certainly going to help the people I love in some capacity. Um, so that was a blocked area. I had to get rid of that. I had to let go of that. I had to stop thinking anybody was wrong or, you know what I mean, I just needed to let go. It didn't even matter if it was true. It's blocking and it's a waste of your energy. We only have a, so much amount of energy to put out into the universe on a daily basis, so think about where you're putting your thoughts. So that's what began to shift. For me, as I began to start to think differently about it, and now it's funny because uh, you know, some weeks I get so busy that I'm almost annoyed that I have as much business as, as I do, <laughs> which is what I realized I used to do when I was busy back in 2008 or so before the recession came into play. Uh, but let's talk about a few more little tricks here and things that you can do that really can get this energy in motion. I'm going to tell you a really, really good one that works so unbelievably well, and you could use it for the prosperity area. Um, but you can also use it in other areas. When you get your Bagua map and you start looking at that, um, if it's that you're wanting to bring in a new relationship or make a relationship more positive, um, if you're, you want to in, increase a health area in your life, these are all in the Bagua map. So let me tell you one of the easiest tricks. I'm drinking my coffee here. Let me tell you one of the easiest trips, tricks that you can do, and it's very simple fresh flowers. Go buy fresh flowers, put them in a vase, and put it in that area. And I will tell you, every time you walk into your house, you will smile, and you will look at that prettiness that's in that area, and that will start a shifting process in your psyche. Uh, I've, got, I've got sunflower, fresh sunflower seeds, uh, sunflower seeds, sunflowers that are in my in my fireplace area right now too. Uh, I just bought them yesterday, and you know, again, if you're if you're on limited funds, listen, this is not it, they're fresh flowers. I got them at a, a sunflower market, um, uh, and it was five bucks. You know, this is not it's not a fortune to get fresh flowers. Go to Fry's, and depending on where you live and what area of the country, they don't have to be that expensive. So, the key is. Fresh flowers, I'm telling you, really big for feng shui. Yes, when they die, get rid of them and be okay without them or get new ones when they die. But, you know, even planting um, or putting live plants can be really powerful. You just have to have the right amount of sunlight and things like that, which may not always be easy to do depending on the location. I know for me, 
uh, the fireplace area doesn't get that much sunlight, um, so I would, you know, it's got to be cut flowers or fake ones. And those will work too. You can even buy fake ones. Uh, you know, go to Michaels and craft stores and Walmart and things like that, and get fake flowers and do that, and that'll do the trick too. But again, I'll tell you, real live flowers, huge in terms of shift. In fact, it's actually very funny because if I get fresh flowers and I turn on the cool lights, I've got a Buddha statue that has a flickering globe on top of it. <laughs> and anyone who ever comes into my home office can see this. So it's very cool looking. But if I turn the lights on, even light a candle in that area, things like that with fresh flowers, I'll tell you, I just will suddenly get a boost of business. In fact, even out of the blue a couple of weeks ago, an uncle of mine had died almost, God, it was probably almost a year ago, it was eight, ten months ago, and uh, I had no connection to this uncle um, anyway. But turned out he left me and my brothers and sisters a little bit of money in the will, and I got a check for, uh, for a couple hundred extra dollars out of the blue last week. I had a laugh. You know, again, just little stuff coming out of the blue that can really, really come your way. You know, I had done something similar with that in a different capacity last May, not this year, the year before, and I actually had a very lucky casino win of $1,400 that came when I had done something kind of similar. But you know, we're not shooting for casino wins here, guys. You've got you to know, you got to trust wherever it's going to come from is where it's going to come from. But here's the thing, though. When you've made the changes in those areas, then, again, you're going to get those prompts. You're going to get those shifts in your energy pattern. Um, you're going to get new ideas. You're going to get new thoughts, and then you have to do something with them. You can't ignore those either. You know, you can't stay stuck. But the feng shui will definitely begin to move the process around for you um, in a way that really can be uh, really powerful. So very simple method um, to get this in motion. And, again, it doesn't have to cost you a lot of money. Uh, I know uh, I have a session that I do, and I'll mention this to you guys as well. Um, if you want to even go further with this, I do a create um, – uh, it's kind of a session that I call reality creating sessions where I work with people and we look at a very specific area of their life and we look at listing their beliefs about the area and then we begin that process of, of changing and shifting those beliefs around so the reality can shift. I'll tell you, it works. Um, I, you know, I did it, I've done it in health areas. I've done it in a number of different areas. In fact, years ago, I did it in the prosperity area as well, and it worked very effectively for me, uh, even where I manifested a, a gift of someone giving me about, God, how much was that? I think it was about three or four grand that I got from my dad out of the blue, which was just Twilight Zone stuff. But I, had mani I, I visualized manifesting a green checkbook, an added checkbook, and, and extra money, and visualized it for a couple of days and I moved some beliefs around in my psyche and then my dad out of the blue uh, didn't know any of this and decided to open up an Edward Jones money market account to give me as a gift so I would start investing. This is not normal for my family by the way. It's not like I'm some rich kid who <laughs> gets all these gift pieces. My parents were kind of poor. They just they were they were in a much better space now financially than my dad passed a few years ago. But this is about ten years ago and I was amazed at how well it worked. So it does work. But you've got to be willing to look at the areas that are blocked up and begin to change them. And that can be hard to do. I think one of the reasons that I had a lot of blocked prosperity 
for myself in the last couple of years was, you know, it was a recession. It started in 2008 or so. A lot of people who had their own businesses, um, a lot of people that had even regular jobs had gone through some real difficulty, and I was among them. I had to go back to waiting tables and bartending in uh, 2009 because it was so tight uh, that my business dropped so much. And it wasn't that I wasn't doing a good job on my business. It was just very simple. A lot of people couldn't afford to use my services during the time. So I got it. I wasn't mad about it. It just was frustrating to have to do that. But it did work. I had a good extra set of income during one of the, the couple of years in the worst part of the recession. But that ended in 2011, and it got difficult again. So, you know, the thing is, again, it's not necessarily about having your own business. It's about shifting your perception around prosperity. And, again, Feng Shui is a great tool for doing that. You know, I had a friend of mine years ago who had said this. She had mentioned the idea that she noticed I often would say things like, I can't afford it. And what she would say is, don't say you can't afford something, because that reinforces to your subconscious and unconscious mind that you, you, you can't afford it. She said, if you don't want to do something or you can't afford it, say, I'm choosing not to do that. I don't want to, I'm not interested in spending my money on that particular thing. And absolutely right. It's such a simple thing, but it really does. You begin to see how we, we almost are burying ourselves in what we believe in that sense. And the other thing that I really caught from myself that's interesting is, I've talked about this with clients, about what we call the shadow self, that often the parts of us that are difficult or troubled or blocked aid us somehow. In other words, they, they, they have a, a use to them that is hard for us to necessarily see. And that was really the case for me. In the last couple of years, I found myself using the fact that money was tight as a way of getting out of doing things that I didn't want to do. But sometimes I'll get bombarded by friends and people that are very eager to go to the movies, go to dinner, do stuff, and rather than just simply say no, you know, I, could have, I was able to use, uh, hey, money's too tight, I really can't swing this at this point excuse. And it was valid. I, it, it was real. I couldn't. But more than, more than I couldn't, a lot of times I just didn't really want to. And I've got a moon in Libra, and that makes me sometimes too nice. I don't know some people might be shocked to hear that. <laughs> but it makes me too nice at times, and I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, so I use that. That's kind of an excuse to get out of things. And so when I, when I moved through the, the financial issues and that began to kind of click around, I really began to see that too. I was like, you know, I'm using the financial stuff to avoid obligations and things that I don't really want to do. So an easier solution would be to have the prosperity and the financial abundance and then be able to just say no. If you don't want to do it, I just choose not to really do that. That's not really something I want to spend my money on or not something I feel like doing. And deal with the fact that occasionally people's feelings might get hurt. So, I mean, these are the type of things that come up during these, um, these shifts that we do, and, and that's what's so key. Listen, for many of you, you're already kind of metaphysical. Um, you could do this work on your own. There's a lot of great books and things to do, but if you can't or you have trouble with it, you know, there's no reason not to go to a professional. Uh, you know, again, I think sometimes we, we get so blocked up because money's tight that we don't want to spend the money. But, you know, sometimes you've got to put a little investment toward moving something through. In the long run, it's going to benefit you a lot. So uh, there's something to consider 
but again, if, if it is, if you're really, really struggling, you can do a lot of research and work on your own. Listen, having a computer and the Internet in your home is like having a library of a, just a ton of knowledge from all over the world at your disposal. You got it there. And that's what happened with me, as I wrote about in the piece. I mean, I was it was it was almost comical. When I started finding out how many things you could market and do for nothing or next to nothing, um, I became kind of consumed. It was about two weeks where I was. I was online. I was finding these sites where I could put my videos and my info and do marketing and suggesting and asking some of my clients to go to Yelp and put a review on for me or some of these other places and. Uh, it was really was like going back to school, Jim Ventura's version of school, which is usually the way that I do it, um, is researching on my own, but it's very doable. You've got to commit to it. You've got to be willing to learn. You've got to be willing to work. You've got to sit at the damn computer and, and do the work necessary, but tell you, it leads you somewhere. So, again, even if it's that you don't have your own business and you have a regular job, you might then, after doing this feng shui work and these changes in your beliefs, and all these things, find yourself getting prompts to get a part-time job or begin to develop another skill or decide to find, um, to find out how you can move your way up in your own, your own job or the company that you're already working for. Or, you know, there's all kinds of possibilities in the way that it could potentially come to you. That's the trick is you don't have to direct that part of it. You know, I've said this before. And I, I love to make this quote. I always say, even more than with doers, we're deciders. Once a decision is clear, the doing becomes effortless, for then the universe supports and empowers our actions. And this is uh, something I'm, I just put in my next month's column uh, that I'm talking about, about the process of worrying and how to conquer that. But what I'm bringing this up now is that's what often happens is we don't decide and we sit on the fence and we keep going back and forth. I would love to have money. I'd love to have a relationship, but I'm not sure. I don't know how to do it. I'm not sure if I really want it. I don't know if I can fit it in. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So, you know, if we decide and say, okay, I want to be more prosperous. I want to make more money. I want to be more successful. This is what I want. This is what I'm going to now do. Then the universe, your angels, your spirit guides, they start maneuvering stuff. They start getting those old beliefs to come up in your psyche so that you could potentially release them. They start that process. They start making the connections with people and things that will open those doors for you. Um, but you've got to decide. But part of the help from the other worlds, from, again, spirit guides or higher self, all of those things, is often we have to ask. Uh, being alive in a physical body means ability to make decisions and, and make choices. But when we make those choices, then they can assist us and help us. So that's a big part of it, is decide that's what's going to happen. And that's what I had done. I had made that decision that I was sick of it being tight financially. I was over this. It was just too tight. It was too. I got very good at robbing Peter to pay Paul to survive, but I had had enough of it. It was, it was just sickening. I just didn't want to do this anymore. I remembered many times in my life when I really was wealthy or, or really very comfortable um, and I just decided it was time to change it, and that's what I was going to do. But that's what's so funny is when I was a kid, I always had jobs. Even I had a paper route when I was 12 and 13. I was a busboy by the time I was 15 or 16. I used to rake lawns and shovel snow, and, and I worked as a waiter and a bartender while I went to college. I was always the guy with money when I was a kid. 
so much of my life, I was very prosperous. I just had gotten a number of years where it was so difficult that, you know, you get kind of stuck in that phobia around it as well. And that's what had, had happened, and I had gotten stuck in that, that consciousness for a while. And understandably so, I, you know, for a lot of reasons. I had uh, some issues with credit cards and, and a number of other things that came to head during the recession that were really difficult. And so it was understandable that I had some energy of self-loathing going on around the subject in the area and being mad at myself because I had to default on a credit card or two and I had gone through this other stuff and so I was damning it up. So of course the physical stuff around me reflected that back. But that's the dance. If you change the physical, like in feng shui, it shifts the internal or vice versa. If you change the internal, it shifts the physical. It's just the way the universe is wired, guys, and that's the good news. You can change just about any area in your life that's not working for you. You don't have to stay stuck in it. And that's also the key is looking at the signs and signals that come around us and paying attention. Um, I mentioned in the piece when I wrote it about you know starting off with spiders and then moving to hummingbirds. And uh, it, was, it was really profound, those two different animal totems really expressing themselves. You know, even to this day, I still think about how amazing those spider webs were. I had gone to bed. I was watching TV in my living room right near the fireplace, and I'd gone to bed, and there was no spider webs, no spiders there. You know, I, I'm not that filthy. I do clean my home. <laughs> and I went to bed, and I got up the next morning, and I was cooking breakfast, and I saw two huge spider webs across the, the fireplace. I was like, this is like Twilight Zone stuff. How do they do that all night long? You know, I mean, amazing. Um, and uh, so I did. I caught them in a little cup, and I put them outside. I felt bad. I did so much work, but I didn't kill them. No reason to kill them. I just put them outside. I said, okay, guys, you know, go go set up shop somewhere else, you know. I did. I had a lot of flies from, because I lived the, the back door and the windows open in the spring in, in Phoenix, and uh, my cat loves it, but, you know, so the spiders were like, all right, well, you know, we can catch flies here. They're flying around in this house from time to time. So they were there for a reason, but it was a deeper reason, and that is the uh, the key. So, yes, check out, you know, look up some bagua, some information on feng shui, and consider hiring a professional if you are totally unsure of it. And uh, like I said, uh, if you want to, uh, you know, break through those areas with me, uh, I'm available. You know, if you're a new client, it's $20 off uh, your first introductory session. Go to my website at jimventura.com, and uh, you can get some more info about that. Um, you don't have to be in Phoenix. The sessions can be done over the phone. Um, and, uh, you know, I've got a regular client program, various other things that really make, a, you know, a discount for sessions that's really a value. But, you know, I, I don't, I don't, not that much of a self-promoter, um, but i got to tell you, like, I've had a number of clients that have been what I call regular clients where they come quarterly and have sessions either in person or by phone. And i got to tell you, you know, it's amazing uh, the work, the changes, and the shifts that many of them have done by working with me. And not because of working with me. I'm just a catalyst for their own creativity and their own brilliance. And uh, but I, you know, I've got some regulars that have really done some amazing stuff. So it's a worthy investment to consider um, if it's something that you're thinking about. Go to my website, jimventure.com. Check it out. Um, if you're not already getting my monthly newsletter, uh, absolutely email me at venturesage at yahoo.com to get added to the mailing list. Um, it's, it's a great column. You get a discount on my sessions just from getting the column. 
Um, you can find me on Facebook as well. Click an I like on my fan page and uh, the Jim Ventura business page, and that gives you a discount on sessions as well. And I run specials and things um, on Facebook probably more often than I do in the regular column, but I do do it in the column as well. So you can take advantage of those when they come up and, and jump on those when they happen. Okay, looks like we're at the end of the show already. Uh, I didn't have to open the phone lines. I don't think we had too many live listeners today uh, listening anyway. Thank you for tuning in, guys. I hope you got some insight out of this. I know I have one client who really listened to me, one of my regulars, and she's a realtor, and she's already uh, talking about the increased business that she's gotten in just a couple of weeks of her having listened to me and having done that. She's bouncing off the walls, and she's telling all her friends, and I'm like... Listen, I, I know it works. you just got to be willing to do it. So she was willing to do it, and she listened. Really give her a lot of credit. Gemini that wanted to learn and was willing to, to pay attention and to do it. I told her the trick about the flowers. So just, you know, look at these feng shui areas and, and clean them up and, and watch what happens. And that's one of the easiest ways to get this in motion. All right, thank you for joining me today. This is Jim Ventura signing out. I won't be here next week, but I'll be here the following week, and we'll do an astrology show. Happy new moon. Plant some good intentions, and we'll catch up with you next time. Cheers.